Welcome to another edition of Park Talk Podcast, the official podcast of the Naperville Park District. Hi, everyone. I'm Sue Omenson, your host for this series. In today's episode, we welcome a group of sixth grade students from Kennedy and Madison Junior High Schools in Naperville who call themselves the Mad Scientists. They are studying the effects of fertilizers on pollution of our ponds and streams and wanted to share their findings with the Park District and the community. I'm excited to welcome the mad scientists to the studio, Mira, Sia, Dia, and Anjali, along with Dr. Shramani Chakavarti, their parent advisor. So Dia, in your research, what was your basic question? So we decided to investigate the problem of excess phosphorus in our river's waters. And we, through our research, we found that too much phosphorus in our water can lead to lots of algae growth, and too much algae takes up all the oxygen in the water, leaving none for the fish, and so the marine life die. And this causes lots of dead zones where there's no marine life. And also, we also found that 40% of this phosphorus comes from artificial fertilizers that people use on their lawns. And 40% comes from wastewater, and 20% comes from other sources, including animal and plant waste. And so we decided to find some natural alternatives to artificial fertilizers. And we started out by finding four, the top four natural fertilizers that were used around the world. And they were cow manure, goat dung, sheep dung, and coconut peat moss. And coconut peat moss is a natural fertilizer that actually comes from the fiber of a coconut tree. And we also used a very commonly used artificial fertilizer, and it's very commonly used around our community. And so we decided to use that for our test. And we set up an experiment where we had the four natural fertilizers, one artificial fertilizer, and we also had a control tray where we put no fertilizer, and we wanted to compare it to the ones with fertilizer. And we also duplicated our trays in case we had some backup. And we did this over a course of several months, and we tested phosphorus every three weeks. And the Naperville Water Department actually tested our phosphorus for us. And we also tested grass and soil quality because we wanted to see how the fertilizers would have an impact on our green grass. Well, that sounds like you carefully set everything up. So what did you find after all that? So from our data that we collected, we can conclude that our cow manure and our goat dung, along with our control tray, had less phosphorus than the artificial fertilizer. And coconut peat moss and sheep dung had slightly higher phosphorus, not too much, but slightly higher. And our grass and soil quality was sim very similar across all our trays. So we can actually have uh, the same green lawns we have now, and we can also be helping the environment if we use natural fertilizers. That is terrific. That's good for people to know. So w with, with those kind of findings, um, what do you plan to do next? So our next move is definitely going to be to share our results with the community. We will, we've already gotten this opportunity with the podcast, but and we've also gotten in, um, invited to a Naperville board meeting by um, the Naperville Parks head director. And that would be really great if people saw, once we shared our results, what the reality of the problem is. 
And another big thing that we would love to take in consideration is to partner up with the local parks or like um, golf courses to actually test our um, solution in real life to see how our how the natural fertilizers affect the ecosystem and how it affects the people using them to see whether or not it's going to yield the same results. It seems like a good idea to go study, um, go beyond the laboratory. Like I know you had uh, very controlled circumstances and like you were saying to go and actually test a real lawn or a golf course or something like that. We also tested on a really small scale. Like literally we tested in one of our team members sunrooms like Mm -hmm. to actually test it with the real environment like I don't know like mowing the lawn like even though it's not a big thing it makes a huge difference on what may actually be going on like under the soil what's going on with the grass health and everything else great one more question um just how hard is it to get those natural fertilizers compared to the artificial ones um so we obviously we buy our artificial fertilizers in the store, whether they're granular or they're liquid or spray. We buy them at the store, maybe Home Depot or wherever you go. You can also buy cow manure at the store, but make sure it's composted because mm. um, fresh from the source, it's not safe to use. But um, when we actually went to the farm to get goat dung and sheep dung, it's perfectly safe to use fresh from the source. And we went to Johansson Farm and they were ready to throw it out and it's really easy to get to and coconut peat moss you can also buy from a store you can order it online it comes in a brick and you just need to cut it up and also in with special fertilizers like some of them like the sheep dung and the goat dung there you can really apply anywhere but with the coconut peat moss one thing that we learned is it's definitely one best to use in an area where it's really dry because it doesn't need much water like because it contains its moisture and that's one thing that we kind of wish we had learned through our project because our tray kind of didn't go so well after we saw that we over we watered them all the same and so the coconut peat moss tray didn't need that much water and it ended up getting too much water so at least now we can say that it could be used in more dry areas great and Mira since all this is outside of your schoolwork and it takes a lot of time what keeps you going um what do you enjoy most about this research uh so we all had activities going on outside of school and it was like pretty hard to find a time where we all were free But we all managed to find one time, and we made sure to keep that time free for uh, every week. We wanted to make it like two hours, about like a two-hour window where we all were free. So um, also, it's like that we really enjoy this project, so we don't really want to miss anything. I can tell. (laughs) I mean, that's really what keeps you going, right? That you think it's really fun. Yeah. And so we did a lot of research on this in the summer, so, like, we chose this project and we were really excited about it. And then, actually, we all had, like, a certain favorite part. So, like, okay, oh. my personal favorite was um, when we were practicing all the presentations because we made a lot of mistakes and it was very funny. <laughs> um, another thing we all liked was when we were setting up the experiment because, um, actually, we when we were putting setting up the trays and all the soil it, we were doing it in the garage so it was cold it was actually cold and then so when we went inside it was a lot of fun and then 
and uh, and then we all actually secret secretly enjoyed the long meetings because um, we would get off topic a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, um, when we were measuring the amount of coconut peat moss you were supposed to put in one tray, it was like really hard to cut. So we actually were trying a bunch of different methods to get one sixth of the brick. And uh, so we actually even tried a cheese grater and like tried using a, a saw. <laughs> it was great. a lot of fun. Well, when, when I, I heard your presentation, you know, back in February to the mayor and to um, Ray McGurry and, mm-hmm. and the Parks Department, and I, I was really impressed with all the practical things that go into research. You know, you, you have to go out to a farm to get sheep dung mm-hmm. and things like that. And, and then you're talking about how to cut this great big, brick of, of peat moss. I, you must have learned a lot. Yeah, we sure yeah. did. Anjali, um, in general, what do you think, this is kind of a hard question, but what do you think that scientific research can help? Um, do you think it can help people take better care of the environment? Well, we think it is important for peop- everyone to realize that they can make a difference. No contribution is too small to our society. And once you recognize a problem, you need to use the scientific method to solve it because that's like one of the essential ways to solve a problem. And <clears throat> our main hypothesis was that the phosphorus runoff would be greater in artificial fertilizers. And our experimental variables were the type of fertilizer that we used since that was different in all the trays. Um, and our control variables, we had a lot of them on the list couple, were the amount of water given to plants, the sun received, the amount of soil, etc. Um, when people see our research and data, we hope that they will change their perspective from people thinking that artificial f- fertilizers are good to people thinking that artificial fertilizers are bad and natural fertilizers should be used more often. We hope that good research and data collection are vital in helping us reach the goal by ensuring that our data is accurate. I think that you found how, like, how much work it takes to get good data, right? Yeah. Um, Was there anything that you you had to change, like, to to make sure you were getting better data? Like, yeah. Originally, we were only going to have six trays with fertilizers and the control. But um, we also duplicated them because we like we found out that we would most likely make we might make a mistake with one and we wanted to have a backup. Good idea. And I, I would remember being impressed with the pictures of all of those trays right? <laughs> and, and the way you measured you measured the results. You measured a lot of things, right? We like, did. Yeah. What were some of the things that you measured? So we measured um, so like every week when we went to the one of our team members' houses, we, uh, where our experiment was, we would measure the length of the grass in our trays. And we would do this by cutting, like, not cutting, but like imagining our, the trays in different quadrants. Okay. And we would, and we would um, measure the tallest blade in that section, in that quadrant, and say, okay, and we would tell what we called the recorders, and they would record down. And after, um, we would find every grass length in the quadrant in each of the quadrants we would average them and that was our that's a great that's a great idea I mean that takes a lot of time yeah (laughs) yeah but I think that's good that you were collaborating with each other too because you had help it wasn't like you're doing it by yourself yeah yeah so what what do your teachers think of this do they know about it at school yeah um actually um since three of us go to one school we actually had a presentation to one of our teachers 
Um, actually, mm-hmm. our social studies one because um, our science teacher wasn't available. But she she was like she gave us some great feedback, and she seemed to like was really impressed with it. And uh, we also when we um, were in that article, I think uh, we sent it to all our teachers, and they immediately sent us an email um, congratulating us, and yeah. they were very supportive. Well, thank you all so much for being here today, and we hope that that you keep on um, doing research like this because you, you're just getting started and there's so much to learn. And um, I know the Park District also is doing our own research on how, you know, how our different fertilizers are affecting the soil. So um, we look forward to, to seeing what you come up with next and wish you all the best. Thank you so oh, much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Be sure to submit your comments, suggestions, and questions for our mailbag segment through our website at naprovilleparks.org forward slash podcasts. Additional information on Naperville Park District programs and services can be found at naprovilleparks.org. The Naperville Park District's mission is to provide recreation and park experiences that promote healthy lives, healthy minds, and a healthy community. Park Talk Podcast is a production of the Naperville Park District.